0: Good morning to everyone, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed again, thank God to be alive another day And our life, the way we want our life, and what is our life? Our life is right now, today you're in your life, your life is this moment Don't think about your life as, what's my life, life, this is your life, right here, right here, right now You're in your life, and if you want to change your life, you change your now that's how a person changes his life. You know, oh, a guy says, oh, I want to change my life. I'll change it tomorrow. Well, today is yesterday's tomorrow. So it's tomorrow already. So what are you going to do? So you change it right now. Hayom. Right now a person makes the change. Now where does a person begin the greatest change that a person can make? The greatest change that a person can begin to make is his thinking. So if ma'aseh b'machshava tehillah. When a person thinks positive, when a person thinks he wakes up in the morning... And a person thinks, moda, that's why it's the first word that we say when we wake up in the morning, is we say, moda, we say, thank you, Hashem, we say, thank you. We don't say, ani, moda, why don't we say, ani, moda, in the morning, you say, moda, ani, because you don't start off with, I, you start off with, thank you, because what does that do, it puts a person in a perspective of positivity. Of thinking positive things and he says I want today to be a day of love, I want today to be a a day of growth, I want my moments to be moments where I find the positive. And even if you're a negative person, when a person accepts the fact that he's negative, that could be a positive thought. When you push away the fact that you're negative and you say oh I can't believe I'm negative, so you put on negativity on your negativity. Most people When they have problems. Most people when they have negative thinking, their problem isn't the negative thinking. Their problem is the fact that they're negative about their negative thinking. So it's not the actual negative thinking that's the problem, it's the fact that they go ahead and they think that it's a problem that I have negative thinking as opposed to say, okay, it's okay, so I have negative thinking. That's okay. Once a person's okay with that, that's already a positive thought. So that's number one. That's why we start off with purity of speech Because purity of speech is Hilchus Lashon Hara. And we know, as the Chavetz Chaim teaches us, is that when a person is able to zip his mouth, and a person is able to make it that he doesn't talk negative about anyone, what happens is is that that will help him with all Bein Adam L'chavero, with all your relationships. And one of the challenges that most of us have is in relationships because everything, ultimately is a relationship Your relationship with Hashem Your relationship with Hashem Your relationship with people Your relationship with your wife Your relationship with your parents Your relationship with your children All relationships Your relationship with yourself Your self-talk If a person is down and a person has, is, is down about things it's because his relationship with his brain and his thoughts are very negative thinking that a person has If you talk lashon hara about other people, it means you probably talk lashon hara about yourself, and you're negative on yourself. So we start off with purity of speech every day, Baruch Hashem, to help us only see the good in Jews. Oyev yamim liros tov. We only want to see the good. We want to live our days because your day is your life. So we want to live our day with positivity, finding the good. So we were talking yesterday about an incredible incredible um, point, and that is that there are times where you're allowed to reveal negative information. And what we were up to were, over here, you may not reveal negative information. We'll do a quick chazara. Right? Number one is you don't make a blanket. right? The example was a guy knows about a, a caterer who's a terrible caterer. So he can't go ahead and say, oh, what a bad caterer. What he could say is, he could say, oh, it happens to be that this caterer that time served something that was not fresh. To be specific, not just to make uh, blanket statements. Number two, not to exaggerate. Don't exaggerate. Number three, we said, is that you're not venting your personal anger. And the last thing we were saying when we were in the middle of yesterday, it's like this, here we go. Although you may not reveal page 214, You may not reveal the negative information to your friend if you know that your friend will not listen to you. That is, he's going to hire the caterer anyway. So if you know that your friend's going to hire the caterer anyway, then whenever something will go wrong, what's he going to complain to the caterer? He's going to say, oh, I knew I shouldn't have used you. Even my friend warned you. That's where we left off yesterday. If there's any other way you can accomplish the result that your friend will not hire this caterer, then you are required to try that option. For example, you could tell him, you know, my cousin is a qualified caterer. He could use the business. If you know that your friend will listen to that advice, you're required to offer this suggestion rather than to talk negatively about the other caterer. So if you could accomplish your goal without putting down the other person or the other caterer by saying, use this caterer, then that's something that um, you want to do. Okay. Five, you must carefully evaluate the impact of your words. Your goal in this case is to convince your friend not to hire the caterer. However, if as a result of your words, the caterer will lose his business, then you may not reveal the information. How could this occur? If your friend is the type, and when he hears information, he will publicize it. If that's the case then you may not tell your friend the negative information. You hear that? So if your your friend is going to use the caterer and you're gonna go ahead and tell him, listen, don't use the caterer, but you know that your friend has a big mouth and he's gonna start spreading to everybody about this caterer, then it's gonna affect the caterer's business, then you're not allowed to do that. You can't say anything. Also, in the event that your friend already signed the contract with the caterer, then it's complicated. If you know that your friend will cancel the contract as a result, which might be a problem, then you're not allowed to tell your friend the information. (coughs) However, if your friend will continue using the caterer, even after you reveal the negative information, then you're allowed to tell him negative information. Why? Listen to the Chavetz Chaim, right? Listen to the Chavetz Chaim. Why? If you know your friend's going to use the caterer anyway, you're allowed to tell him negative information, What's the purpose? Says the Chavetz Chaim. Listen to how smart, listen to how incredible it is. Because as a result of your information, your friend will be aware of what to look out for. He will make sure to respectfully remind the caterer to use fresh food or to arrive on time. Of course, not by telling him, you better prepare a fresh meal. I heard you serve stale food. Right? Obviously, you want to do it in a respectful way. But the point is, is that if you could give over the message, because you know your friend is going to use the caterer, that you're going to go ahead and you'll say, by the way, this caterer sometimes does not come on time. This caterer sometimes doesn't serve fresh kugel. So this guy, he's not going to break the contract, but what he could do is he can go over to the caterer and he could tell him, please come on time. Please make sure that the food is fresh. He could be open. And that's something just in general, It's very important. Whenever you're dealing with somebody who's working for you or you're dealing with someone who you're contracting to do something with you, the more you can overly communicate to that person and you can open up to that person and tell the person what it is that you need and you can not assume things. That can go ahead and help you with a lot of challenges that you might have. Okay, question, comments on all this? I know we said a lot of information. Yes. Going on an assumption that what? That if you tell
1: your friend about the catering, right. I don't know for sure how he's gonna, how he's gonna put, give it over to the caterer. Right. So
0: I'm saying so, I so. you have to know. You have to know your friend. Again, Morty, you have to know. You have to know <coughs> who you're talking to. Everybody, you have to. I know. That's what he know That's what he's saying. He's also saying, Morty, remember. He's saying that if a person knows that his friend is going to publicize this information, you're not allowed to tell him. If you know your friend is a guy who talks Lashon Hara yeah. and he's going to tell everybody about this, then you're not allowed to tell him. What not allowed to. I say if he uses the
1: caterer, then will know about it anyway. But if he does not use the caterer, you tell him not to. Just sort of idiot because he didn't use the caterer. Yeah, why? Well, one more time? If he uses the caterer, then the caterer messes up, right? Right. He yeah, at least he has a reason. Does uh, that? Right. Right. Correct. Correct. Exactly. Correct. You're warning him. He's not like he's not going to get angry if the because he already knows that 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 there might be problems. That's true. Also,
0: that's also true. That's also true. Uh, Yeah. Right. 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 Well, what do you say, Moshe? What? 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 if, if,
1: if your friend has a bad experience with the caterer, right, right. then he would publicize information. But if he doesn't have a bad experience, with them, then why would he publicize it? You should just avoid it.
0: If he did, so if he what?
1: If he's someone who thinks it's not, if he has a bad experience, someone, going to tell everyone, right? Right. And if his friend tells him something like he shouldn't do, he's not necessarily going to publicize it because he does not have the, the bad experience, right? You said that if he does have a bad experience, he will tell everyone, so you might be
0: preventing. But, but, but either way he, has, he talks a lot he's going to tell everybody about this caterer I mean, <coughs> either way he's going to publicize it you don't want anyone. you can't have him publicize it the point is for not to you, the point is your goal is not to get the caterer remember if you have a friend who you care about is your goal that he doesn't get the caterer but the goal is that you are helping him out the goal is not to push down the caterer the goal is I care about you and I don't want you to waste $5,000 on something that's going to be a waste. So I'm protecting you. To my point, my goal is not to bash the caterer. That's, that's when it's l- the When I had a bad experience with my caterer and I'm angry at him, and then you come to me and say, oh, any ideas for a caterer? I say, oh, don't use that guy. And I bash him. He stinks. That's not because I'm protecting you. Why am I doing that? I'm doing that to put him down. Right? Yeah, you, have to, you have to remember what your goal is is my goal to protect you or my goal is to put the guy down most of the time when a person's going to start talking negative about someone his goal is to push the per- person down, his goal is not so much to give the information that's not his goal can I mention your Shiloh yesterday your question you asked me, can I mention it or not, yeah I want to say I, I, I have to say something Right, that, uh, that's incredible, right, about, just um about, about Ben, first of all, but just to tell you what, what this, what this um, shear can do for your life, um, and uh, I got a text yesterday from Ben saying, uh, kinda urgent, right? He sends me an urgent message that two of his friends, this is what he writes me, two of his friends, Something happened, whatever it is, am I able to let one of them vent to me to help him? And am I, if so, am I obligated to hear the other person's side so there's no bias? Meaning meaning before, right? Amazing. Incredible. Incredible. Right? Incredible. Here here is a person that before he's gonna listen to one of his friends. And when I wrote him, which is, which is true, I wrote, yes, you can, great question, right? Don't necessarily believe everything you hear from him and understand that it's his perspective. I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't write this to you. I, I wanted to say that we learned in Chavetz Chaim that in a situation like that, it could be it's a mitzvah. It could be it's a mitzvah to listen to your friend vent anger about someone. Why? Because... Obviously, you want to tell your friend, listen, we're not doing this for the sake, I'm not doing this because I want to, you know, beat down your friend. I mean, I don't know if you want to say that. He might just want to vent. But the point is, is that it prevents the person when you're able to vent, so then it prevents you from talking to everybody else about it. So not only is it okay, it's a mitzvah to listen to somebody sometimes talk. Right? And we all know this. This is something we said when you sit around. With a group of people, you will know if that group of people, their whole agenda is to put down other people. If you are in a group of people who they sit around and they talk about other people, (coughs) number one, they will talk about you when you're not there. Guaranteed. If you're in a group of five people and they're talking about another guy when he leaves the room, when you leave the room, they'll talk about you too. And even if you think your best friend, if your best friend is always unloading about somebody... Always oh, talking about you. I promise you he's got another friend that he talks about you. Because somebody who talks negative about people talks negative about people. That's a fact. Someone, <laughs> yes, Rabbi C.
2: I think one of the ways to deal with... This is what I try to do. For example, with the caterer, he could also have a bad day. I have a bad day. He could have a bad day. Beautiful. And, and I think if you, if you look at everything, that there's a reason, including your kids, a lot of people, they say, how can you take your kids on all these trips? I tell them, they, I get cranky, they get cranky. So we all have, as long as it's not a liability cranky, I can deal with
0: it. Beautiful. And that leads me to the story that I want to share with them. Uh, See, <laughs> <laughs> si, that was, si. This happened a few days ago, and
2: I had it in my pocket to prove it, and uh, there was another guy, as with me, but we were a group of people in Miami. And uh, we went into a restaurant, and a few guys were not happy with the service, so we left. Um, They left, so I followed them, and they were pretty annoyed. But I was like, it is what it is, you know, we go with the flow. And so we went to another restaurant. We met a guy, a Chabad guy there, he invited us Friday night. What we had already was, that guy did you a favor annoying you. Um, Ended up going to his house Friday night. Friday night we met another random guy. He invited us Shabbos day to this shola, that's a no-talking shola over there, near the Chabad. Um, Ended up saying for Kiddush, we had a lot of l'chaim's. And I was getting into a whole argument with someone about the, the shush pouncing and the trauma. I had no clue who I was talking to. And I, I mentioned by passing that I'm a I teach at Fishers and uh, I'm going to Bulgaria. I'm still missing um, like $7,000. I wasn't, I wasn't selling it. I was just being me. And he's like, tell me more about it. But I was like, nah, it's fine. I'll figure it out. And he said, come Monday to my office. So I went with Azzy and his friend. And uh, we sat there, and he said, here, take a check for $4,000, which I have right here. It's for me rather, <laughs> but it's on <up>. the <laughs> <laughs> But the kids are, and I was telling Ezzie, I said, so there were so many details that had to happen for us to get it. So take it back. So this guy in the restaurant annoyed you. Was he doing you a favor? He was at the end of the day. But the story doesn't end. When we were coming out of this place that there were 62, thousand people um, we found uh we found a license of a yid so it could anyone could have found it we as he found it i told him give it to me we'll find the guy so i i googled the guy's name he's an attorney in uh miami and i called him up i said i found your license he said can you leave it by the hotel and he, we were back and forth and then he's like listen what's your paypal number so I said I, I don't I, I'm doing this for the mitzvah but I teach at a school if you want to get a donation that's fine. He said I got quick pay. And he said no problem. He hasn't sent the yet, so I, I keep on sending them all. Did you pick up the license? <laughs> but, but I see the more and you talk to regular people, they think I'm crazy with these Luna stories. But if you really go with
0: the flow. Mm-hmm. Try to take Correct. Like, things easily things Correct. Yes, says the Chavetz Chaim. words have great power. Hashem has given us these guidelines to follow so that we can warn people of harm. However, simultaneously at the same time, we must be very careful not to cause harm to the other party and like Rabbi Tzvi is saying if you go to a restaurant and they don't have good service and you have emunah or you're not going to go back or you leave the restaurant instead of bashing the restaurant instead of talking negative if you realize that that's from Hashem and Hashem is guiding you and that anybody who does anything it's not the person who can hurt you nobody can hurt you Hashem wants it to happen It's not the person who hurts you. It's Hashem wanting something to happen. And He did it through that person. So there's no reason to be angry at the person. That thing was going to happen anyway. Whatever it is that you were going to go through. Sometimes we say, oh, why do I have to deal with this person? Why do I have to deal with this thing? Why do I have to deal with this roommate? Why do I have to deal with this? On Rosh Hashanah, it was nigzar. It was nechtam. It was seal that you're going to go through a certain amount of pain, you're going to go through a certain amount of anguish, and that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing a person can do about it. When a person accepts it, and he realizes that it's not the person who can hurt me, but it's all from Hashem, that a person doesn't talk about people, a person doesn't talk about products, all a person does is talk positivity. Moshe, you had a question? Yes. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Correct. Well said. You could say that... You could (coughs) say it in a nice way that someone for this event, I think, could uh, do do a job that I think will be great, whatever exactly. Trying to avoid... Correct. 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 Beautiful. And he says, an important note, the Chavetz Chaim warns us to think before we speak. Sometimes when we want to protect a close relative, a spouse, or a friend... We give out negative information, and we don't fulfill these requirements. And we exaggerate, we are venting our anger, whatever it might be. The Chavetz Chaim teaches that it makes no difference if the person is a relative or a friend. If all the rules of Toelis are not met, you're not allowed to talk negatively about your fellow Jew. Okay, Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zocha today and every day. That's why we learn this every day. The importance it will change your life. As Ben is saying, Ben, how old are you, Ben? You're 17, 17 years old. To start at your age, that God willing, you want your wife and your children. You want to create your house, your family, to be a family that doesn't talk about other people. Do you know what kind of house that will be? No matter what happens outside, the world is a, is a cruel place sometimes. The world is a very difficult place. But if your home is safe and your home is positive and your home has love and your home has all it's doing is talking, building up who's ever right there, then you can survive and a person can live and live a beautiful life. But if within your home and your responsibility at this age, when you turn 18, 19, 20, that's it. You're out of high school. You're out of high school. You're finished. It's hard for a person sometimes to realize that, okay, your home is your home. Your mom and your dad, your parents' home was what it was. Sometimes it's difficult for us to detach from that. And we want to be a child, and we want to stay being children, and we want to say, oh, my mother's house, my father's house, which obviously will always be your home. The way, where you grew up will always be where you grew up. But at the end of the day, at this stage in your life, you want to be thinking, what do I want my home to look like? What do I want my Shabbos table to look like? What do I want my supper to table to look like? Do I want everyone on their phones? Do I want everyone talking about everybody else? Or do I want to be sitting there with my wife and my children talking about how was your day, honey? How was your day, Yaakov? How was your day, sorrow? Whatever, whatever, whatever it is. How was your day? Let's talk about you. Let's not talk about... Now obviously if a child has a difficulty in school, a child has a difficulty, your wife has difficulty at work, you 100% can listen, you can have a conversation, but the goal is not to bash other people. If you're home, and unfortunately what happens is, if your home becomes that, if you are like that, then what happens is all you're doing is you're spreading negativity (laughs) and then when you come back to your own home, you're gonna be walking into a place of negativity that you yourself Created. That you yourself created. Yes, Dovey. Um, yes. So being fact that in now, yes. Yes.
2: Yes. To make, being fact that I don't
0: have of right, home? right, exactly. So first of all that's a great question, Dovey. We will talk before Bain is mine and we'll have we'll talk about how to be at home. But the truth is it's a, it's a challenge. Fight, though, it's a cha- it's a challenge. It's a challenge at your stage. It's a very hard thing at your stage to because at the end of the day, your parents' home right now is your home. So you're sort of at the mercy of your home. I want to say Yusroll Stadler, right, who's at home now, right? Yisrael Stadler, he told me, right, Yisrael Stadler told me One of the first things he did, and not because he had trouble at home with Lashonara, but one of the things that he did when he went home now, when he left yeshiva, is he asked his mother and he asked his family, do you mind if at the dinner table we do purity of speech? So I don't know. If a person has, right? So if a person's home, if a person, now now it's difficult. You know what? I'm going to say something. Obviously, we'll talk more about this, um, as the yeshiva as a whole because we've done this I'll, I'll, we will talk about how to go home and how to deal with that if a person really goes home and it's very bad for him there then he, he has to make a choice whether I want to go home if it's a place again, speaking Lashon Hara is no different than taking a bat and smashing somebody over the head smashing someone with a bat it's no different if you're sitting at a table Shimon Gold said this yesterday Right? If you're sitting at the table and everyone's talking about everybody else, you're the one who feels uncomfortable because everyone's sitting around whacking people back and forth. You're the man, you're the odd man out. okay? You're right. You're right. That's challenging. It's better to be the odd man out and do something right and do something right than go with the flow of everybody. And a lot of us have that difficulty because we want people to accept us, We want people to approve of us. So sometimes a person is willing to is willing to lose what he believes in all so that other people will, will, will give him the okay. Even though deep down, people will respect you the most when you live and you do what's right. People ultimately, even though it might be uncomfortable to do it, when you live and you say, excuse me, I'm not comfortable. If you're sitting in a room with five guys and everyone's sitting there talking lush and hard about somebody else and you stand up and you walk out, or if you're cl- if it's your close friends That you can say, guys, what we're doing right now Is not right And you get up and you walk away So you might have the guy who's going to be insecure and say Oh, you were talking Lashon Hara yesterday you, you might have that late sonness That's a natural thing But deep down, people respect you You're not doing it for the respect But deep down, if you're someone Who people know doesn't talk bad about someone You are someone who's trustworthy You're someone who people will open up to You're someone who will have a lot, a lot of, of relationships that are beautiful, beautiful relationships. And if you're someone who listens, talks, and it's difficult, Dovi, just to answer your question. It's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. And we'll talk more about that as we get closer to going back home. Hashem should help each and every one of us We should be zolcha, to learn hilchas lashon, hara. We should be to do whatever we can do to try and be positive. And even if you're negative, don't be negative about the fact that you're negative, because that's being negative to be okay with the fact that you're negative, and to try and find the good in yourself, to try and find the good in others, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. We're ending off today Um the um, We're at the last page, Baruch Hashem. We're going to start over again. And I just want to end off, what's incredible is the way the Silas ends off is really the same way that he starts off. And that is uh, the blessing that we have to have a sefer like the Masil Shisharm that teaches us to be you. The Masil Shisharim is there and he teaches everybody to be (coughs) you. As opposed to be, as I call it, to be a bobblehead, which is someone who copies and someone who says, oh, my avodas Hashem, my service to Hashem, my service on this world is His service on this world. No. Each person has to find, and this is what he says. He says, I'm in the last paragraph. First, you have to understand who you are and what you do. According to that, it will depend. It depends if you're in base Medrash. It depends if you're working. It depends how old you are. It depends where you're going in life somebody who learns Torah all day somebody who's at work has different things that he has to do than someone who's in yeshiva when you work you might have to be careful with different things you might have to be careful in nivolpeh in the way you speak and what you hear about you might have to be more careful in shmiraseinayim Right When you're in yeshiva, you don't really have a problem with Shemir Senayim, Right, A person doesn't have to bark Shem, we're on a Moshav. We're blessed to be on a Moshav, where ultimately, if you keep your phone in the dorm, if ultimately you keep your phone away from you, then a person can, can cleanse his mind, he can cleanse his eyes. A person could just walk around the Moshav and not be exposed to anything. It's such a big blessing. And he says, V'lo zevazet derech haroy lemisha oisig bischaraso. What does he say? Here's the key line. According to who you are. And you grew up with anger problems, that's then you've got to work on anger. You grew up with laziness problems, you have to work on laziness. You grew up with tremendous desires, you have to work on desires. This guy grows up rich. He's got to work on other things. This guy grew up with no money. He's got to work work on this. This grew up with a mother who is all, you know, in his face and bothering him, blah, blah, blah. And, And he's like, get out of here. This one grew up with a mother who's detached and he needs more love from her. This one grew up with a crazy father. This guy grows up with a normal father. Whatever it might be. But that's what God gave for you. That's why you can never judge anybody. Because you don't know where people come from. And you can't say, oh, this guy... This guy has to work on this and this guy has to work on that. You have no idea. Everybody grew up and everybody has different traumas and everybody has a whole different world. And your goal is to know yourself. As we've said many times, it's not about believing in yourself and understanding God. Everybody wants to understand God. Good luck. You ain't going to understand God. You will never understand God. Maybe after 120, could be then you won't understand Him either. Your goal is not to understand God and to believe in yourself. Your goal is to believe in God and understand yourself. Your goal is to try and understand yourself. Your goal is to try and understand yourself. Your goal is to try and understand. and understand. And your goal is not to try and understand anybody else. That's not your goal. Stay in your lane. Your goal is to understand yourself. And believe it or not, as you'll see even when you get married... Even when you get married, your goal is not to understand your wife. You have to understand your wife so you, can be, so, you can yeah. be, so you can be a better husband. But your goal is to understand yourself and for her to understand herself and to help each other understand each other. And your children's the same thing. God willing, you'll see with your children. But if you miss the first step of trying to understand yourself, you know what's so funny? It just hit me. Tal, I think it's in your honor. Because Tal, I love Tal. Cause I, love Tal. Yeah. Tal. I love Tal. I love Tal. Love Tal. It just hit me something so deep. It just hit me something so deep. I think it's your honor, Danielle. You want to go first? Why? Uh, Why I stopped and offered it to you. I was saying, for what you were saying about judging others. Yes. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful! <laughs> Everyone who's done the other thing—it's true. You can't, you know, you can't judge. You can't judge yourself either. You can't judge yourself either. It's just like you can't judge someone because you don't know all the things that you've been through. You're not. Which is a very good point that I was going to say. I, 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 it just hit me very strong. Could be because it's our last, because we're finishing up. It's a year and a half doing, starting from the beginning of the Sharma. Know it's so interesting? The reason we get down on ourselves is because we're not accomplishing. That's why people get down. I'm not doing anything. We're not accomplishing. But if a person's goal is to know himself, so the greatest accomplishment that you could achieve is to know yourself (coughs) and to understand yourself. So even if you make mistakes, and even if a person is not accomplishing so much, the fact that he's learning to understand himself better and better. And the fact that a person is trying to understand who he is, that alone is part of the purpose why you are put in this world. I spoke to someone in yeshiva, a very, very, very chash of a person in yeshiva, a very special guy in the yeshiva yesterday. And he was telling me that part of the highlights of his Ukraine trip was the fact that he's getting to know himself better He's getting to spend time with himself. He spoke to me about how he could spend more time with himself, how he could start speaking maybe to a therapist to understand himself better. Right? you know what that is? That is what it's about. That is what it's about. We live in a generation. Guys, we're in a generation where we're constantly being distracted from the most important thing. And I've said this many, many times. I've said this many times. This is not the problem. The problem is not the cell phone. The problem is the fact that we don't give enough credit, value, investment into ourselves. It's not the fact that the phone is the problem. The fact is that I'm willing to spend more time in somebody else's business and I'm willing to spend more time in something else than in myself. Right? Imagine, what's the worst scene to see when you see a father with a child or a mother with a child? One of the worst scenes, at least for me, when I see a father and a child, is when I see the father or the mother on the phone doing something else where the child is pulling at their leg, pulling for attention, and the parent is out to lunch, out, spaced out, or they're on their phone. Right? I heard from... uh, from a very hush of a person, he was saying one of the challenges. Right, women they go, they pick up carpal, whatever it is, and the kids come from a hard day at school. Right, and unfortunately, this is just the the, the world that we live in. Right, uh, so you're on the phone. What does a child need? What does a child need? A child needs attention. A child needs you to look at them. A child needs you to say hi. How are you? How was your day? If a person needs to use his phone, you use your phone. But when a person Goes ahead. That's why it's so important, God willing, when you're going to be fathers at your supper table, to put all the phones away and give your children in the morning to say good morning to your children. Now, why am I saying this? Because there's yourself as well. Are you paying attention to yourself? Or you're doing the same thing to yourself with your cell phone? You're ignoring yourself. You're neglecting yourself. And you're pushing yourself away to yourself. You're going ahead and you're choosing, you're choosing to play Angry Birds. You're choosing to play Fortnite. You're choosing to watch a movie. It's not the pshat, oh, don't watch movies. They're terrible, they're terrible. No. No. You're distracting yourself from yourself. And says the Ramchal, this is what he says. He says, He says, the goal Bo. The goal is that Hashem wants us, and he put us in this world, because we have a very, very, very heavy purpose. Each person was put in this world for a major, major, major purpose. And I believe that our generation, the purpose, is even stronger. That's why there's so many distractions from our purpose. There was never a time like it is now. It was never a time when the Ramchal was writing what he's writing for a person to tune with <coughs> himself, for a person to spend time. And we are all zochah to be in yeshiva. We're zochah to have time and time to be in yeshiva, to be away from all the distractions. Says the Ramchal like this: Everybody's got to figure out what he is bringing to the table whether it's shachris, whether it's Torah, whether it's, whether it's learning more mishnayis, whether it's going to a therapist if you need therapy, whether it's stopping giving in to your desires, whether it's learning to be happier, whether it's learning to be more honest with yourself, whether it's going ahead and it's a person connecting to Shabbos. Everybody knows what it is deep down what Hashem wants from him. And it's not something that has anything to do with what somebody else can tell you. Now, you could ask advice from a Rebbe. You could ask advice from somebody to say, What do you think I need to work on? But the depth of what it is that Hashem wants from you is very, very, very personal. And he says, This is an incredible line, says the Ramchal. It's not how much time you spend in the base medrash. Obviously, the more a person's in the base medrash, the more he's going to fill himself up with, with sanity and with clarity. But it's not about how much time you spend in the base medrash. It's what are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to accomplish? When a guy goes out and he's outside and he could smile at someone and say good morning to someone. When a guy can go ahead and make a bracha on his food. When a guy in the dorm room, when in your room, you could go ahead and you could be a good roommate. When you could go ahead and pick up the phone and call your parents and be a good son and go ahead and say, I'm wishing you a good Shabbos. When somebody could go ahead and do chesed. That, says the Ramchal, is the same exact thing as a person learning. Why? Because what's the reason we're learning? The reason we're learning is. To bring Nachas Ruach to Hashem Because we want to live in this world And we want to do what's right We want to live the life that Hashem gave us properly So no matter what a person is doing He is able to do that If that is his purpose Question, comments, please
1: It's crazy because I feel so good about myself right now Because a lot of those things apply me Over i you saying was like the room, the room and whatever and i really feel that way and also <laughs> hold your horse um, also i feel like if we train our head that we don't only need these things from other people but if we could have that rabbi fisher voice in our head telling us how you know how amazing we are but coming from ourselves you know like that would be uh
0: And just to say, it's not that um, it's not when you say that voice in your head from me. When you when you hear that voice, it's really from you. Just the Yetzirah doesn't want a person to acknowledge that it's from him. Doesn't want him to acknowledge that it's really your voice. You know why? Because if a person would realize, if everybody here would realize that bringing nachas ruach to Hashem. Right when I look at it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say because I think Morty is is wrapping up I don't know if Dovey was here from the beginning as well but Morty today is making a CM on Masil Sharm sitting in the shear yeah. sitting in the shear yeah. right why am I saying that because the shot is is that is that Morty why don't you say well, tell tell the guys yes oh that's what he told me yesterday what what By you were sitting here first year. <laughs> What did it do to you? Say. It changed my life. How did it change your life? It changed his life. Changed his life. 20, 20 minutes. Twenty minutes. A half hour a day. Why did it change your life? Say, share it with everybody.
1: Teach uh, us, Morty. No, I have no things to teach, but just the fact is that it's it's all real real things that apply to everybody's life. And college is teaching teaching you how to live a tranquil, good.
0: Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And he says, he ends off, mm-hmm. Right? The purpose, we all know this. Everybody knows, everyone knows one of the, one of the best things for a person to think about, <coughs> to think about in a true way, is the fact that you are going, every one of us here is going to die. It's one of the best things to think about. Why is it a great thing to think about? The reason it's a good thing to think about is because then it puts your life in perspective and a person realizes that this year this year we only have another month basically left till Pesach then you come back so things are moving you're at a high school for those who are second year are going into third year those in third year going into fourth year those in first year your your year your year for anyone who's here first year when you're going what i would think about as much as you can What I would think about as much as you can is think about when you're going to begin packing up to go on the airplane for Pesach. And what are you going to think about when you're on the plane? What are you going to do? The same thing. You'll have your earphones. You'll have your downloaded stuff. The other thing. Do you want to be be the same guy? Because you're not going to be the same guy. Because if you're the same guy, you're going to be depressed. If you're the same exact guy that you were when you got here, you're going to be very, very sad. And if you're a person who's worked on himself, and don't wait till you get to America to say, oh, I'm going to see if I work on myself. Don't see if I'm going to work on, oh, I'll I'll see what happens when I'm in America. I'm going to tell you guys something. What's going to happen in America is everything, the same exact thing that happened last time you were in America. Guaranteed to everybody here. It's the same exact thing when you get to America. Unless... You change Because you change. America ain't changing And no one's going to change That's true you be It's the not you want to see it Exactly right? You be the change As Moses says. You be the change you want to see and if, and if it's not where you are It's who you are It's not where you are It's who you are Just like when you came to Israel Just like when you came to Eretz Israel, You had all these dreams And you had all these goals And you're like I'm going to do this And I'm going to do this I'm going to do this And then what happens You're the same exact guy you were You were before Why? Because it's not where you are It's who you are Now obviously Baruch Hashem We're in an environment That could help a person We're here, we've changed a lot But unless you're going to change yourself Nothing's going to change And here it is And here it is You want to say something, Makal? Okay And here it is The same exact thing Will happen to you in marriage the same exact thing is going to happen to you at your work. Because if you are not focused on changing yourself, nothing will change. Nothing will change. If you're waiting for someone to change you, you'll be waiting until you're dead. You'll be waiting. You'll be waiting and waiting. <clears throat> yes, Michal. Let end us off over here.
1: saying before, is I was having, yesterday I was having like every anxiety for the day. Like everywhere I was looking, everything was just negative, and I was just hugging down, and I was mad stressed, and like, I just, I realized this with everything, people are like, yo, why are you feeling like that? I'm like, yo, well, I'm just nodding my head, like, you gotta just be <coughs> So I realized one thing, like I was walking back, and the burns, and this, and all around, and like, one of the things Webby always mentions that always mentioned is when you feel like when you're going places, you're take a positive, like not to just plug in be totally like but out the airplane, right? And so I was about to walk back to the dorms and I was bugging. Everybody I saw I was like they're well, not good enough we're not good enough mostly because I was good enough at all so I wanted to protect everybody else. So I I, I, uh, I had this stuck in my head but, uh, <laughs> I'm still shining on here like a the morning. And the sales I had it stuck in my head that like you know just try like five minutes like everybody always speaks about this and it seems so easy to be honest with yourself like yes yeah, like I'll just connect with myself but like then right after the share you get busy with something else and then you're like i walking back and like no. Love myself and bring myself up, and I'm just gonna plug in headphones and watch a movie right now. So you actually, like take that like it's not just something that happens, you have to focus on it, you have to take that time and sit down and be like, hey, right now, what's up with me? Why am I feeling this negative? Why am I feeling this anxiety? So anyway, I was walking back to the dorms and I was tripping out heavy. And you know, I saw, I saw heaven's highlight, I don't know you guys like So uh, we could go on a walk. I went on a walk and I was just venting to him, like I was just being negative. I was venting to him. I was like, Yo, this is bothering me. This is bothering me. This is bothering me. And he was was just like, Listen, he's legendary like that. after, like, just talking it out, and I was, like, I was, like, thinking, I was, like, you know, how am I feeling? Like, why is this feeling? I it was because I needed to apologize to somebody. Like, I got mad at somebody and did that on him, and then, like, I was seeing anxiety. I was, like, the that I don't know and then I apologized to him. Like, wow. And I feel
0: pretty great. Wow, amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. Shkok machal, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The, let, let, let's just end off over here. As the Ramchal says, <laughs> Hashem will help each and every one of us. And this I want to say to everyone here. The fact that you're in yeshiva, the fact that we're in a place that is dealing with, as Shlaimi Tesher says, that every yeshiva... Oh, Kivi, you just got a big shout-out, right? The pshat is, is that every other yeshiva is trying to learn Adaf Gemara, which is, of course, beautiful. But here we're trying to learn Adaf of yourself. And then you will, the more, then you will learn Adaf Gemara. Then you will but first, to go ahead and to learn Adaf of yourself, to understand yourself, to be honest with yourself. He says, Hashem will help each and every one of us. I just want to start off The first line as we end it off Morty. The reason I'm going to end off with this The point of this year, The point of this is not to, to talk about something That is a chiddish We all know what life is about It's about reminding ourselves over and over and over to understand what is life about. As we say, motivation doesn't last, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. The reason we do this every day, anybody who says, oh, I know that already. Of course you know that already. To say that you want to live your life a certain way, you have to chazer it over and over and over. What's my perspective? What do I want to try and accomplish? What are my goals? And to every day to look at it, right? Moshe, I'd love to, I I never saw your room. I'd love to see your room. To have all over, to be able to look in the mirror, to say like we said in Uman, to look in the mirror, Ari. To be able to look in the mirror and to say, I forgive myself. I accept myself. I love myself. I'm going to be great. I'm gonna make it. I'm going to be able to get through my challenges. We fall seven times. Tzadik, sheva yipo tzaddik, become. We fall down. We get back up. And why is it... Why, what does that mean, the tzadik fall? What does that mean? It means you're going to still fall and fall and fall. And it's okay. The key is that you get back up. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha, Each and every one of us to continue and to remember to smash your rearview mirrors. Smash your rearview mirrors. Don't worry about your past. Live today as today is the first day of the rest of your life, and live it today as great as you can. Have a wonderful day, everybody. When you got back. Uh,